Hey, hey, this is the Amy Williams Show, the motivational Christian podcast for women. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I'm here to talk about all things life, God, love, and business. Whether you need inspiration and motivation in your personal life or a swift kick in the big girl pants for your business, you've come to the right place. As your podcast host and your podcast coach, I'm here to help you. No matter what you're going through in life, you are not alone. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome to the Amy Williams Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Kids BAL, an online boys boutique that sells boys clothing that all moms will love. They carry sizes 2 through 10. And at Kids BAL, it's their goal to make sure that when boys dress, they feel confident, strong, and present. They put their customers first and provide stylish clothes for boys. So visit www.kidsbal.com. And receive free shipping on your first order. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams. And today we have a featured guest, Kelly Whitman. She is a brand strategist and designer, and she is the owner of Wit & Company. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I am great. How are you? Doing good. Good. We took a little podcast break for summer and kind of kicking back off here unofficially, officially, whatever that is. Um, So I'm really excited to have you because, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there in um, starting your own business. And I think there's a lot of things happening with people staying at home and going, hey, I need a side hustle, I need more money. Um, So we're going to talk to you about brand strategy and just what that all entails. So if you want to like kind of kick off what you do and kind of explain it, that would be awesome. Absolutely. So I am a brand strategist and designer, and I primarily work with service-based businesses. And what that means, because branding can be a pretty loaded word, um, a lot of times clients and just people, you know, when you're just getting started, will think of branding as just your logo. However, um, where I work with clients and specifically what we start with is that brand strategy. So your brand strategy is the plan for communicating your brand in a consistent and cohesive way. So what that means is whether someone experiences you on Instagram or they come across your website or they see you on Facebook or in a Facebook group, you're providing that consistent experience through your messaging as well as your visuals like your logo and your fonts and your colors and all of that really fun stuff that we you know, can spend hours and hours and hours scrolling through Pinterest looking at. <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah, I never not, spend not hours speaking in, from experience. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Before we really get into the questions, like tell us a little bit more about you, maybe some personal background. Um, what led you into this? Yeah, absolutely. So I did not come from an entrepreneurial background. My idea growing up of an entrepreneur was someone, you know, like brick and mortar. Uh, I didn't even really know that the digital space existed until I was recovering from knee surgery and I happened to scroll through online and found a home renovation blog. And my background is in marketing and advertising. And I, you know, came across this blog. And at the same time, my now husband at the time boyfriend, we were looking for our first home. And I 
we bought said home, decided to start a home renovation blog. And a couple months into it, I realized, oh, you know, not everyone understands this whole digital marketing thing. And I started offering digital marketing services to other bloggers. And that kind of, it grew organically. And a couple months into that, a friend that I had met through my full-time job had asked if I would do branding for her husband. He wanted to start this salsa company and I was able to work with them and I made, you know, did their logos and a brochure and their website and set up their social media. And I had so much fun in that process and realized that that's really what I wanted to do. And it was just kind of this, holy crap, this is, feels so good after hopping around from jobs in the corporates, well, the nonprofit space. Um, I hadn't found something that was a good fit and this ended up just being the thing. And the rest is kind of history, I guess. I have been doing branding and website design uh, since then. It's been, I think, about three and a half years now. So that sounds like it, like it just fits in really well for you. And that's awesome. I love when that happens when you're like, oh, I enjoy this, you know, like it's not, it doesn't feel like work then. You're not like, Oh, I got to go do this. Um, but that's a, that's a good switch. And I, I think it's really important that what you said earlier, and that's why I said, let's get some background before we jump into all the questions, but, um, how you're like, it's not just about the colors and the logo. It's just being cohesive with mm-hmm. everything that you're doing. Um, what do you, what do you think people with your clients, what do you think they struggle with the most? Oh, that's such a hard question, but I, I think it's dependent on where they're at, uh, in their business. So what, what stage it, it is, uh, for the people who are just getting started, I think the biggest thing is overwhelm in the sense of, you know, we often want to just dive into the pretty colors because that's the fun thing. And that's the work that you can actually see happen. It's the Mm -hmm. tangible, but that's not necessarily what's going to be moving the needle in your business. Uh, For people who have been around for a while or have been in business for a little while, and they have a little bit of an idea on their strategy. I think the biggest struggle is finding or having a brand that doesn't feel right. So while those, you know, regardless of what stage you're in, it all boils down to, we usually jump into the visuals right away, like I had mentioned before, without actually doing the strategy. So one of the, what I walk my clients through are, and what I share with my community is getting clear on four foundational brand strategy pillars. And what that means is your ideal client. So really understanding who are you serving and Spoiler alert, it is not everybody. Um, <laughs> number two, <laughs> understanding your brand values. So why do you exist? You know, what, what is that, that why behind what you do? Number three, which is understanding that client transformation. So what are you actually providing for your client that you're working with? Whether it's, or it's the, the purchaser of a product, if you're a product-based businesses, business, but it's not it's not usually the thing. It's that emotional transformation that they get for because they bought from you or because they experienced your brand. And then number four is that brand positioning. So how are you positioning yourself against the competitors? And that isn't just your direct competitors, but also those indirect 
things. So more often than not, it's like the DIY version. Um, so someone who maybe wants to do it themselves or other people who are in your space. And mm -hmm. by understanding those four foundational pillars, you're able to then create an experience and visuals that really align with your ideal client, your why, that transformation that you're providing and how you're positioning yourself in the market. Oh, so good. I think it's funny um, when you say you've got your four pillars because um, I do podcast coaching and I talk about the four roots to a tree. Huh, me, here's my, I see nobody yeah. can see it, but I have a tree behind <laughs> me um, with the tree of life. But um, just like that root system and that foundation, yeah. same concept, whether you're talking pillars or roots or whatever you're talking about, right? It's so crucial to have that foundation. And it's, you know, for me, it's biblical, um, you know, build your house on the rock or you build your house on sand. So if you don't know that, that beginning, that foundation part, oh man, it's going to be a rough go. Um, I think when I started podcasting that, that number one, that who are you serving was really hard for me. Cause it was, I just want to talk to everybody, you know, I want everybody to listen. <laughs> like, okay, not everyone's going to listen for one. Um, who am I? Right. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, I want men to be able to listen to, you know, a marriage episode and I want women to listen to it. But then I also like, I just didn't want to narrow down, um, until someone was like, yeah, you gotta do it. And I was like, Oh, come on. But it makes sense. You know? Um, and I think there's still a few men if you're there listening. Hi. Um, but mainly my husband probably is like, what is my wife doing? Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's, it's not my target scary. audience, but yeah. I'm glad that they're there, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's hard to say, okay, I really, you know, it's, you say niche or niche, you know, everybody says, it says different, but, um, it's important to have that for sure. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, to that point, every client that I've worked with and we go through this first, you know, pillar and we talk about ideal clients, every single one says, but what about this person? Or, but what about these guys? And they'll say, you know, X, Y, and Z. So we'll talk about, okay, like you're going to, this is who you're going to target. And they'll say, yeah, but what about this person? And I think the misconception is just because you're identifying who your ideal client is, doesn't mean that people outside of that space won't work with you or won't listen. I mean, Mm -hmm. Example with your podcast, just because you are creating a podcast specifically for women doesn't mean that men won't listen. It just means that when that they're not in that, hell yes, this is so for me group, because you're specifically targeting someone so that when they land on you, you're making such a strong connection and they're connecting to your brand in a really strong way versus if you're kind of doing a little bit here and you're targeting this person a little bit with, you know, watered down messaging and a watered down brand, then you don't, you, you miss the opportunity to create those strong roots. Let's bring it back to the tree. Yep. Um, yep. Make those strong roots with someone and that strong foundation with them. And that's when they really become your brand advocates and they, you know, they, um, you know, attach and build that relationship with you. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about this before we started the record button, right? We were talking about social media um, because it is crucial with branding and with your logo and with, you know, being cohesive with everything. 
Um, but talk to us a little bit about your social media experience and, um, and what's been going on for you with that, with you building your business and building your brand. Yes. Um, so I have a, a love hate relationship with social media, specifically Instagram. I feel like that's uh, maybe probably common. Um, but I have taken a break or I have been off Instagram on, uh, so I have two Instagram channels, one for a home renovation blog that I run with my husband and then one for our Witten company, the brand strategy and design studio. So specifically for Witten company, I have been not been on it since the end of February, beginning of March. And it started as a way just from a mental health perspective of needing to take a break and step back. Um, Instagram for me is a really big trigger for comparison. So I just realized, Hey, this is not, not my jam right now. I need to take a break. And then it kind of transformed into this idea and more of an experiment of wondering whether or not it would have a negative effect on my business if I wasn't on Instagram. Because I think as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have this story in our mind that says we have to be on the popular channel like TikTok is now, you know, the up and coming thing or Instagram is really hot. And you can hear people, I see it, that say you need to be on X, Y, and Z channel, or you have to be doing this thing, or you should be doing this. And I kind of, I, I started to look at it as an experiment of, can I stay off of Instagram and still have a thriving business that's sustainable and my version of success? And as of today, so we're um, in, you know, middle of July, and it's been almost six months, and I haven't as of right now, I haven't had any negative effects of not being on it. Um, I've been able to devote my attention to my Facebook community and my, growing my email list and the things that I have realized that actually build my business and have a positive impact on my revenue and the, the positive impact on my community so that I can show up 100% on the places that I actually enjoy being. And I think this goes back to, you know, circling back to this idea of an ideal client. When I realized who I want to serve, while a lot of them, yes, are on Instagram, I know that's not the only place that my ideal client hangs out. There, a lot of them are on, Inst on um, LinkedIn and in Facebook groups. So that's where I decided to devote my time. And so far, so good. <laughs> well, that's great news because I, um, I think for me, I have a lot of pressure on my self-made pressure, right? Um, and from the people that I listen to and, and trust and that I follow even, that I don't even know I'm following them, but yeah, they are uh, post every day. Make sure you're posting mm -hmm. in your stories and then this, but then you know what happens is I'll post into my Instagram stories, but because I have my personal account for both Facebook and Instagram, and I have my business account for both Facebook and Instagram, sometimes they're not always linked the right way. And it's just even, it's like one more thing, yeah, one more thing, one more, like pile it on. And then I'm like, and in the meantime, <laughs> I'm still supposed to be doing all the other things, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I am a big fan of TikTok only for entertainment. I would rather scroll my mindless scrolling, I would rather do that on TikTok than on Facebook. But if it's business, I have way better luck in Facebook groups yeah. than I do in Instagram, just like in posting, whether it's stories or, you know, in the regular feed. But Interesting. I think that's a really encouraging note to somebody that you're like, hey, I totally paused 
and my business still kept going because there's so much pressure to get so many likes and interactions and comments. And, and then when you don't get them, it's like, Oh, what I do wrong. Mm -hmm. Social media and hashtag strategy and those things are different than brand strategies, but just as you know, knowing like, it's okay, take a break take a mental health break. Uh, it's awesome when you do, because you can come back and appreciate it so much more. So absolutely. Much more. Absolutely. And I think too, to the other point, it's totally okay. If that's your thing, I have, I had coffee, a virtual coffee with another brand and website designer a couple of weeks ago, and she freaking loves Instagram and that's where she gets all of her clients. So that's where she spends all of her time. And I think the, you know, hopefully what, listeners will understand or know is that you can figure out what works for you and just really hammer in on that and, and own it. And it's okay. If you do need to take a break, it's okay. If you love Instagram and that's where you want to spend all of your time. Um, I think often we just need a little bit of permission or to know that maybe someone else is doing it and that yes. it's okay. Um, cause yes. I know for me, I wasn't hearing anyone else taking a break from Instagram, all of the messages that I was getting were that I had to be on there in order to have a successful business. So look at you breaking all the rules, you know, it's it's, it's (laughs) to try it as an experiment. And and, um, I'd be interested to know if anyone else is doing the same thing or has done and, and see how it goes. Yeah, I think it's great. I think, um, you know, especially when you're in business for yourself, like to say like, all right, this is not good for my mental health. And if your mental health is fried, you're not going to accomplish anything. You know, I mean, like really, like it's just not going to be a good story. So especially if you're doing online business and marketing and all those things, like, hey, I mean, it's different when you're service-based because you can still have your doors open without worrying too much about your social media presence. But if you're a completely online business and you're, you know, Mm -hmm. doing those things and it's like, okay, I have to be there, but it's like, it's okay if you can scroll back a minute and take a break, you know, whatever. Yeah. Needing that permission. I feel like so many women are like that pressure is on where they're supposed to do this and they're so, okay, well they say I'm supposed to post every day. I'm supposed to post in stories. I'm supposed to do this, supposed to tag people, supposed to hashtag, supposed to share, supposed to blah, blah, blah. And it it is so (laughs) overwhelming, like you said, but let's get off the social media and let's get back to branding. So, um, I could talk for days on social media and everything that I know I've learned, I don't like, and I love, right? <laughs> <It's so laughs> and I know I'm not the only one. Topic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> um, I, I think it's funny that you said, um, like for someone who's in the, like, the building stage and they're starting, how they always start with like the colors and the logo, because it seems like, you know, like I'm so that person that's the visual. So if I see, I'm like, okay, that's done you know, check it off my list. Um, so yeah, I, I'm that person. I go straight to, okay, I know I want hot pink. I know I want the tree of life. I know I want this. Ah, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) now what? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and I think for me, even like with the podcast, cause I can't really talk about anybody else. I, I have to just be like, Hey, well, this is my situation. Right. Um, I think for the podcast, like knowing, okay, my, my target audience is Christian business women. Um, you know, I know that there's going to be some business women that aren't Christian that are going to listen to, there's going to be some men that listen to and you know, whatever that happens. And I'm, I'm cool with that. But, um, I think it was hard to, to narrow that down if we're talking about that first pillar. Um, yeah. 
That second pillar, like knowing my why, that's never been a hard one for me. Um, but that number three, what are you providing? That one I struggled with too. Um, and I think you can still see, like if you go back to my Instagram and like the beginning of those posts, Instagram, Facebook, I mean, they're the same thing. And at least what I'm posting is the same, right? Um, right. But just like knowing like, okay, we're going to talk about this and we're talking about all different things and there's all different episodes and I'm kind of gauging like what gets more downloads than others and like, what are people really wanting? Because I want to provide value with so many different things, but pulling it in and going, okay, this is what they want to listen to and this is what they're hearing and this is what they want. So, um, and so far what I've got is more like the business part and just, it's, it's been, it's been fun to kind of, you know, to see, sure. Yeah. But just knowing like that, the ever evolving, you know, and it, so we talk about right. the permission, like you're giving yourself permission, whether that's taking a social media break or just evolving your brand. Mm-hmm. And if your brand needs to take a pivot or a change, like how would you help somebody that's pivoting or changing, but they still have their brand and it's, you know, it's, been a while, but they have to pivot a little. Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, oftentimes when we think about our business and every business is going to evolve and pivot and change, that's just how, that's how it is. That's part of owning a business. At least that's kind of my beliefs and my experience. You know, I started as at digital, as digital marketing or offering digital marketing services and then pivoted and evolved into doing brand and strategy, brand design, strategy, and website design. So I think that's just the natural evolution of a business. And I, when I talk about a brand specifically, you know, with my community, your brand is like a human. So circling back, kind of coming back to the, the way that I define brand is the brand, a brand is how someone thinks, feels and acts when they experience your business and the way you get them to think a certain way, to act a certain way, or to feel a certain way is by various touch points that they have and through different brand elements. So like your logos and your colors and your fonts, and then the strategy, the communication plan, all of that stuff. So everything, those different elements all go into creating a certain experience. So when we think about, okay, I need to pivot my brand or I need to pivot my business, my first question is, or that I would encourage people to go back to is that strategy, that foundation. So if you are like, for example, I was going from digital marketing to branding, um, you know, going back then to the ideal client, who am I serving? Is that changing? Are my values changing? They probably shouldn't um, because your brand values are your why. So regardless of what services you're offering or products that you're selling um, or podcast episodes that you are recording, I would imagine that your that why the values that are you know guiding your business are going to be the same um, mm-hmm. and then you're looking at that transformation and the positioning so going back to the foundation and then using that to update and refresh your visuals from the lens of what experience do I want my brand to provide when someone comes across it so whether they see your website or they get an email from you or they go to your Instagram feed or come across you in a Facebook group, what experience is that? And then tailoring your brand specifically, you know, your visuals um, and, or the communication of the messaging to that experience. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. I think, I, I think 
It doesn't. It doesn't. I think the part I, maybe I was like trying to drag an answer out of you of just that permission part, you know, like it's okay to pivot. Like, but you answered, you said it, you know, like that's a normal part of your business. Um, (laughs) But just back to that, like, yeah, that's normal and that's okay. And it's expected. (laughs) And if you're not, then you're not growing. Um, 100% because I think too, from the point of, you know, your, like I mentioned, your brand is like a human being. So you can't expect your, you yourself to grow and to change without your brand growing and changing as well. And that's part of, you know, specifically, I think when we're just getting started, there's all of this, these things that we have to do and to check off our list. And like what you had mentioned before of, okay, logo, check fonts, check, color, check, Mm -hmm. website, check. You know, you're just going down this list without really understanding those roots of the why. And then you don't think about, okay, well, I just need everything to be perfect. And then I can, you know, do the thing um, Mm -hmm. instead of realizing that, hey, I just need to take action and know that your brand is going to evolve as you, the business owner and you, the business grows and evolves. So spot on. Just take action. (laughs) Like, I think we get in our own way all the time. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. And I think there's, you know, um, so many people that are like, they want to do something. They want to do more. They want more. Like, there's got to be more out of this life than than this. Mm -hmm. And they're stuck. And it's like, you don't have to have everything perfect, like you said. I can't even tell you how many times I'm like, okay, I got the logo. Now I'm on the next thing. Okay. I got, got the sound equipment. No, nope, I'm going to go back to the logo. That's not quite right. Okay. And then I'm going <laughs> to, okay. I still got the sound equipment. Now I'm going to the name and then the, okay. But now what's my handle going to be? Cause I want my handle to be the same on all, all the platforms. That's important. Yeah, really, really important, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was to me, okay? And I still couldn't have them all the same. Um, Isn't that just But, you know, it's like you just, here, yeah. and then you go back because, like, okay, so for me, I, I'm so stuck on website because I'm not a website builder. And I'm like, I, it's just that visual thing. I'm like, because it has to be perfect. So mm-hmm. I have played around with different website builders. I have wasted hours. I'm like, nope, it's not right it's not the right color, not the right font. And I get, because I'm so visual, I'm that person. I'm please tell me I'm not alone. Um, No, you are not alone. But I will go back to it and be like, nope, nope. And then I see other people and I'm like, oh, they just, I could have done that. Like I could have done that in my sleep, but here I am. I'm stuck on, should it be this pink or this lighter pink? Or should it be this bright pink or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I love that you said that. Like, it does not have to be perfect and nothing's permanent. Like start with a website. I'm telling myself this, like start with that website. It can change. Like it's not I permanent. Can. You can go back and change the font later. And the font is not what's going to be somebody's main selling point of why they want to purchase with you. Right. Absolutely not. And I needed, I, think, I needed yeah. your conversation tonight <laughs> because man, I get, I do. I get so stuck on it and I'm like, okay, if I don't know what to say or I don't know what to record or I don't know, you know, and then I'm just like, well, hands up. I'm not doing it. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you get overwhelmed and, um, you know, you're not alone. I, when I, 
when my husband and I started the blog, I, again, same as you, this was before I had started doing this. I think this also, the, the home renovation blog was kind of the precursor for why I really wanted to get into branding. Cause I wanted to solve my own problem. Um, I think I would change our blog theme at least every three months and our logo along the same, you know, along the mm-hmm. same lines. And again, to the point of branding, the visual brand, it's such a great busy work to task ourselves with when we're avoiding actually doing the real work in our business that will move the needle forward. Oh, I can't market myself and put myself out there because my website's not done. Oh, I can't pitch myself because I don't have the right logo. Hey girl, I'm see you. (laughs) But I think, you know, we can then tell ourselves, Oh, I can't do that until I get the visuals ready. When in actuality, the stuff that the brand, the brand stuff that's going to help you move your business forward is that strategy. So doing the hard work, that's not fun. Understanding your ideal client, getting clear on your brand values, the why, that transformation, the positioning, all that stuff is going to help you communicate your brand clearly. It's just not fun. And it means that you actually have to get out there and try it and test it out so that you can pivot and change and evolve. Um, based off of what your community is is telling you that they want. Where have you been for the last six months? <laughs> Not on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Okay, so I, I was going to ask you this and I forgot. Um, you're not on Instagram for your business, but are you, then what are you on? Like, like what's really working for you right now? Yeah, great question. Um, I, I like Facebook. I was going to say love, but I feel like I'm not there yet um, with but I, I really enjoy Facebook. I have a Facebook group uh, called the Brand Building Collective. And I go, I do Facebook Lives every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Central, all about some aspect of building your brand. And um, I pop into Facebook. Was it called Brand Building Collective? The Brand Building Collective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Facebook's my jam. Um, I really enjoy being in Facebook groups and chatting with people and connecting with people there. Um, and then... I just recently started a YouTube channel um, and providing some videos there as well. And most of, I guess, my energy goes into my email list. And I have a free um, brand resource library where I have a lot of workbooks and other helpful resources for people who need help, like identifying their, you know, doing all those pillars and getting all that information. Yeah, you should check it out. Yes, I will. For sure. For sure. I mean, more information is, is never a bad thing. Um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I love, I love, love, love what Facebook groups, so at least the ones on, that I'm in, those are, that's my favorite thing is, is Facebook groups because mm-hmm. it builds that community and some of it's just silly nonsense, you know, like just mm-hmm. get comments up and I, I get it, but um, I'm guilty of participating in those ones that, they're, you know, post a GIF or whatever. Um all right. So let's wrap it up. I'm excited. We're going to find you in your Facebook group. We're going to, is your, your library of free stuff? Is that on your witandcompany.com website? Yes, ma'am. It sure is. All right. Witandcompany.com. So you can find it either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok. That's, that's me. I'm not on LinkedIn. Are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. So are you getting a lot from that? You know, I'm getting really good engagement. I've gotten a couple clients from there, but I think more so um, just building some brand awareness and it gets people back to my website, which is uh, my main goal. But yeah, my 
I really, I work a lot with the coaches and consultants in that space. So it's a, yeah. it's a pretty good space for my ideal client. So yeah, it it's fun. It's a, it's different. It's very different than the other channels, which is kind of, I mean, circling back to that idea of experimenting and just testing and seeing what's working and if it, yeah. you know, kind of testing it out. It's been fun. Well, and I think that's, it's not a one size fits all. Like just because Instagram works really well for me, doesn't mean it's going to work well for you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and everybody does different things and you know, it's like, okay, yeah. well, if you're not a big fan of Instagram, like then don't do it. You know, if, if that's not part of what's going to motivate you and that's not, that's not bringing you joy. Who is that? Who is that? Spark joy. Who is that? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Did yeah. you ever watch her, her series with tidying up? I did watch a few okay. of them. Yeah. Well, I apply that to like other things in life. Like for sure. This isn't sparking joy for you. Don't, don't do it. Do it. Simple. Okay. Except for, okay. The other thing is if, if it's not sparking joy for you, but it has to be done like a website, find somebody else that can do it for you. That's the, the delegate part. Oh, like yeah. it still needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, somebody else knows how figure out a way, make a way. And it brings them joy. So they'll be even yes. more happier to do it. Yeah. And then you, you totally like relieved that whole plate full of things that you needed to get done and you've left them on your list because you don't know how. I don't know who I'm talking about. Other than <laughs> Not speaking from experience. <laughs> it, it's so bad. I can't even tell you. I, I think I have, I can't even, I'm, I'm not going to throw myself out there that badly, but it's bad. Um, on how much time I've really spent on website and color and layout and it's bad. So once it comes out, everybody better be like, Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> love your font and love your layout. Like I better get it because I'm sure like, you will. It's going to be months in the making. I'm just going to pick the font Arial for everything. <laughs> like back in high school. There you uh, go. As long as it's not Comic Sans, I think we'll be okay. Oh, even better. That's what I'm going to do. Comic Sans. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I know we talked about, uh, you know, being cohesive with everything, having your strategy, having the four pillars, um, being able and giving yourself permission to pivot and that ever evolving, changing stuff that happens and not to have it perfect. Anything else you wanted to get in there? I would just wrap it up or to summarize all of that and just to give your guys, give yourself some grace as you're building your business and building your brand and have fun. And your community is going to be able to tell if you're really passionate about what you're doing and if you are excited about the work that you're bringing out into the world. So just make sure that you're enjoying it and it'll come through in your brand and people will connect with that and want to build genuine, strong relationships with you and your business because you're being authentic to you. Uh, I want to dive into that, but we're going to, we're going to <laughs> forward. Oh, yes. Be authentic to you. And, and I think that's so true. So true. Because if you're not authentic to you, people are going to figure that out. Right. Oh, they will real quick, real quick. All right. Well, Kelly, you know, I really appreciate your time. It was such a joy talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to The Amy Williams Show. I'd love for you to join The Amy Williams Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok using the handle at The Amy Williams Show and on Twitter at The AW Show. If you want to learn how to start your own podcast, the multiple ways to monetize it, leverage it, and maximize your influence, then join the private Facebook group at the International Podcast Coaching Network. Can't wait for you to join and get connected with like-minded women using their zone of genius to speak to the world. Before you go, the biggest compliment you can give to The Amy Williams Show is leaving a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on the Stitcher app for Android. It means so much to me, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a blessed day.